0: Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. And so one of the things in my other show, my I Love Mortgage Brokering show, where we interview top producers, I would always ask a version of a question of what advice would you give yourself if you were starting over? And there's a pattern here. There's two regrets that came up over and over like repeatedly that were by and far the most common things that people said when they were looking back at their mortgage career. And these are successful mortgage brokers. And so what are they? I'm going to share those with you today with the goal or the hope of you being able to avoid them. And if you're new in the business, avoid them. And if you're, you know, been in the business for a while to correct them, if you haven't done that yet. So the very first regret that I see people tell me all the time is Scott, if I could go back and give myself some advice, I would say start a CRM, keep track of all the clients that I've worked with. And there's a couple of reasons for I think that people fail to do this. First, when you start out, you're kind of new. And you've only got a couple of clients, you're like, I don't need to keep track of these people. I have them all in my head. It's totally, totally fine. The problem is, is that only lasts for so long, right? So you can't you can't rely on your head to keep track of these things. The second thing is, is that sometimes people get stuck on trying to find the perfect CRM. They're like looking for the perfect CRM. And because there is no perfect CRM, they don't start anything. They're kind of like, well, and there's so many options out there that they're like, I don't know what to choose and therefore I do nothing. I've got a couple pieces of advice in you for that. So first, there is no perfect CRM. There is no one tool to rule them all. There's some great tools out there and the tech has improved so much since the 15 years I've been in the mortgage business. The tech is like, oh my gosh, it's so much better now the regulation has increased so even though i've seen tech improve significantly regulation and documentation has seemed to increase even faster than tech so we haven't seen the like super seamless process yet it'll come we'll get there eventually but there is no perfect crm and so i would tell you that if you don't even if you're not sure you don't want to make the decision use a flipping spreadsheet even a spreadsheet with the key data because a couple things can happen one you can change companies all of a sudden, all that data that you had, those client contact information, you won't have it anymore. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is that you need to not only do you have to get the list, you actually have to do something with it, you've got to stay in touch with these people. Because mortgages have such a long life cycle, depending on where you are five, six, seven years, the average mortgage lasts. And so you may be like, Oh, I don't, there's no point in me paying any don't be like the average realtor who goes out sells a house and then does not follow up with their past clients. Please don't do that. So, one of the people that I look up to in the mortgage business is Peter Matheny. So, the very first mortgage podcast I ever did was with Peter Matheny, and you can go listen to that on other mortgage brokering. And you can tell my I'm pretty nervous. I'm like, oh, this is like my hero. This guy does like 600 mortgages a year. He doesn't work weekends. He doesn't work evenings. And the thing that Peter had said to me when I sat down with Peter and I said, Peter, like, what did, what would you do if you were brand new in the mortgage business? My buddy and I, we sat down with Peter and we had this conversation and he said, I would, this is what I would do. I would spend all my time and energy to get 250 clients. And then I would spend all my time and energy marketing those 250 clients. And I'm like, and there's, there's, this is super profound. I want you to actually stop and pause on this for a second. I would spend all my time and energy to get 250 clients and then I would spend the rest of my time in it. Once I did that, I would spend all my time and energy marketing to those clients. And this is exactly what Peter's done. Now, you can argue, Scott, 250 clients is not enough. It's probably not enough to build a, a big business. He has 7,000 past clients. He only works with clients that are past clients or referrals. No no Facebook marketing, no online marketing, high closing rate, high trust level. Doesn't have to work weekends, doesn't work evenings and has a fantastic business. And it's all because he built a list, and then he marketed to that list. Right. And so you can be like, well, in future shows, we'll talk about ideas in terms of how to market to your list. But the point is, is that if you don't have a list, you got nothing. And online marketers, so if you look at anybody who does Facebook marketing, and any kind of marketing, you know what they're trying to do? they're trying to get your contact info, they're trying to get you on a list because they know the money's in the list. So the big mistake that mortgage brokers have said to me is Scott, I didn't start that soon enough. And so don't get stuck in the whole idea that the CRM needs to be perfect. It doesn't it doesn't exist to start building a list, even if it's with a spreadsheet doesn't matter. And then you've got to start marketing to it. So that's the first great regret. The second regret That people have when I talk to them, these are top producers who are doing lots and lots of volume. Is they say, "Scott, I should have hired sooner." Pretty much everyone I talk to says it's either they either say I should if the if I had to like go back and search all of the episodes, they would either be I should have hired sooner or I should have started a CRM. That's the top two always. And so here's the thing: people think about assistance being an expense. They're like, "Oh, can I afford it?" But here's what I say to my coaching clients when they're trying to, they're, they're at the stage where they're like, oh, this may make sense. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions to help you sort of reshape how you're looking at this situation. Cause often you're just looking at it. I think you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. And if you change your perspective, you go, oh, wait a second, that makes a lot of sense. So the first question is, how much does an assistant cost me per week? So most of the time people are thinking about an assistant. And if it's like, Oh, that person's going to cost me $40,000 a year. Remember, you're not writing a $40,000 check. You pay them by the, you know, bi-weekly in most cases. So you only got to, you've only got to pay them for the per week or per a two week period. So, First thing you have to realize is yes, that may be a $40,000 expense or whatever that number is. If it's a really great underwriter processor, it might be more, but you only pay them as you go. So that's the first thing. Okay, so that's a little less stressful. The second thing is if you're right now busy and you're flat out up to your neck and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no time to turn around. Let me ask you this. If you had an extra just two hours a day, just two hours, we're so not saying like 10 hours, we're not saying we're going to get rid of all of your time. But if you had two hours a day, so 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month, do you think you could find at least one or two more deals a month? Do you think in 40 hours of prospecting, if you're at the stage where you need to hire an assistant, you don't think that you couldn't find, if you, I, I, there's practically no one I ask says no, no one's ever said no to me to this. So like, no, you're right. 100%. I'm not doing any prospecting anymore because I'm too busy. So they stop prospecting and this is what gets them stuck. So I meet mortgage brokers who've been, you know, in the business, 10, 12 years, same volume all the time. And it's because one, well, they're doing one of these two mistakes. One, they're not using, they're constantly looking for new clients. So they haven't built in a system to market to their past clients, or they're trying to do everything themselves because nobody can do it better than me. Nobody can pull credit better than me. That's all bull crap, by the way. It's, it's absolutely somebody else can do this for you. And so they don't end up hiring, and both of these things end up costing them big time. And so here's my ad- advice so, two things. One, get the CRM started. It doesn't have to be complex, make it simple to start if that's all you can do. Don't trust your mind, to remember it, it won't. Second thing is, is that when you get to that stage, you're probably waiting too long to hire. That's usually most people are waiting too long. And all you're trying to do with that first assistant is can I get an extra two hours a day? Because if I can get two hours a day to prospect, I will make more money. And if you've gotten to that place, you will absolutely every time make more money. So I hopefully, that's useful for you. Hopefully you don't fall into this. And at some point, if I interview in the future and you're you're like, hey, Scott, I made the same mistake. I know you said, I didn't listen. So hopefully you will follow this advice from a lot of other people who've been down this path and avoid those two regrets that people have. So in the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about one word that you need to to master to grow your business. Now you're thinking, Scott, it's not possible. One word, really? And I'm telling you, this one word can add 50, 25, 50, 100% to your business next year, if you master it. And I'm not going to tell you what that word is, you're going to have to come to the next episode to find out what it is, but it is absolutely a game changer and I'm looking forward to seeing you in that episode. But before you go quickly, if you're new to this show, this is a new show for us. Our sister show, I of mortgage brokering is where we do interviews with other mortgage brokers. If you could go to iTunes, leave us a review and subscribe to the show. That would be amazing because I don't know if anybody's listening to this. Maybe he's like, nobody listens to the show. I don't know. Unless you go on there and say, Hey, I'm listening to your show and you suck or whatever you want to say. I'd love to hear from you. Please go leave a review. We read them all. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much for checking out this episode.